so we learned yesterday that we started talking about the spiritual realm of the world, that the the world creates of two types of things, physical and spiritual. And in the spiritual realm, there's the souls is one part of the spiritual realm and the transcendental beings are another one, the kaychas and the angels, and the malachim. And then there's another entity, which is the shaydim. We spoke about that yesterday. It's in between. But only a man has the two parts, both spiritual and physical in him. And we explained that animals are different, even though animals seem to also be alive, but they don't have a neshama el yoyna. They only have a... They only have a nefesh bahamis, which a person also has, but they do not have a neshama el Okay. We are well aware of physical things and the natural properties and laws are well known. Spiritual concepts, on the other hand, are outside of our realm of experience and therefore cannot be adequately described. When we speak of spiritual entities and phenomenon, must differ like completely on the tradition handed to us. Meaning, even though till now we spoke about the Rebani Shalom and the basics of the world, we said that we, we, we're coming from the Messiah, but we also, can't, those things can be brought out and proven in philosophical ways and intellectual ways. In contrast to what we're going to talk about now, these ideas, the ideas of the Kabbalah ideas, the secrets of how the world works, those are not, we, there's no way to know that intellectually by looking at the world. It's only through the Messiah passed down for us, from us that we know the following things that we're going to learn about the world. One of the fundamentals is that everything in the physical world has a counterpart, counterpart among the transcendental forces. Every entity and process in the physical world is linked to these forces following a system derived by Hashem's wisdom. These forces are therefore the roots of all physical things, and everything in the physical world is a branch and result of these forces. The physical and spiritual is bound together like links in a chain. We also know from tradition that every physical entity and process is under the cha- charge of some type of angel. These angels have the, same, the responsibility of maintaining the natural order as well as bringing about changes according to Hashem's decree. So the reason why this is such a great ikr, this is because this changes our whole, as he's going to explain further, this changes our whole understanding of the world. When we look at the world, we see a physical world. As Ramchal explains that really everything physical in this world begins at a different place. When this is in this world, in a higher Everything that happens here is only because of Ishtalshalus, which means a chain. The reason why it's called a chain and not called a rope of connection, because a chain means that there's an idea that everything is sort of, it gets, it is a, the, 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 the power to, to uh, and the message has a chitonis and a primius, and every every the world above it is the connection to the chitonis. But we're not going to get into that now. But there's so that's why it's called the ishtalshlis because it passes down from one world to another, from higher levels of kedusha to lower till it reaches our world. And everything that happens in this world only happens because something in the upper worlds made it happen. The existence and state of being of the physical universe thus emanates from these highest forces 
and are dependent upon them. Whatever exists in the physical world is a result of something that takes place amongst these forces. This is true both of what exists in the beginning and what transpired in the passage of time. Meaning both when Hashem created the world. Hashem didn't create rocks first. First He created the spiritual power of the rock, which then transformed eventually into the physical rock. And so to today, when water flows, there's a spiritual power above which makes it flow. And when there's a hurricane, or when it rains, or anything, even when it stays, when water sits there and stays as water, there's a spiritual force that, uh, uh, in the worlds above that keep it as it is. These forces were the first things created, and they were arranged in various systems and placed in different domains. Everything that came about later was a result of this, following rules willed by God, linking these forces to the physical world. Everything that happens in the past or present us has its origin and processes taking place between these forces. The existence, state, pattern, and every other quality that exists among these forces are the result of what is relevant to them by virtue of their essential nature. The existence, state, arrangement, and other phenomena involve physical things in turn depend on what is transmitted and reflected in them by these forces following the essential nature of these physical entities. Bekitzer, the Rebbein made a world above and made a system. And that system is that everything in this world has a, a corresponding force in the worlds above which prompts all activity. And again, it's not, it, it, it's an it's a ikri yisoy because it changes the way that we see the world. According to this principle, every physical nam- phenomenon originates among these highest forces. There is, however, one exception to the rule. One thing that is, doesn't have a sp- higher spiritual force prompting it and forcing it to do what it's supposed to do. What is that? And then it closes all things that depend on man's free will. God willed that man should be able to choose freely between good and evil, and therefore made man absolutely independent in this respect. Man was given the power to influence the world and its creature in any manner his will desired. So this is a fascinating idea. Meaning even though the whole world works, that it's called, as it will explain, the forces come down from the upper worlds and affect the, and affect the lower worlds. Right? But every but but that 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 idea is only in regards to everything else in the world. In God's too, the, the man, it works the other way. We our actions affect the upper worlds, which in turn, as he will explain, go back and affect the worlds below. Meaning we ha- we change the world with our actions. Meaning because all our actions have a, an effect on the worlds above, and the mela then eventually comes back down to the worlds below. But that's based on the idea of bechira. A person has the, idea, has the ability to do what it, to, to, and in any matter his free will desires. The world of contains two ge- opposite general influences. The first one is, as he calls it, natural determinism. <coughs> we'll call it nature from now on. While the second is indeterministic, that man chooses, Bechira. The deterministic influence is directed downwards from on high, while the interdeterministic is directed upwards from below. This is because the deterministic is the influence that stems from the highest forces, and therefore when it's directed towards our material world, it's directed downward. The interdeterministic influence, on the other hand, is what the man's free will here in the physical world. Since both man and his, phys- and his actions are physical, the only direct influence they can have is on physical things. But because of the linkage between the physical world and the highest forces, however, every time a physical thing is influenced, it also has an effect on the counterpart among these forces. Since man deeds in the world below are what influences forces on high, man's influence said to direct it upward. It's just the exact opposite of the natural deterministic influence. So this is a fascinating idea, and again, a very icker understanding of how the world works. In contrast to what you think, which is when you see it rain, 
you see the physical world acting. That's not actually where it starts. It starts that the Bernishem wills the power of the rain in the worlds above to produce rain in the physical in the low physical world. And that message gets passed down, and eventually rain appears in our world. That's how the whole world works, except for man. We work the opposite. We don't work lemata. In a downward way, we work the opposite. Shem gave us free will, which means that we have ability to do whatever we want, and therefore, when we do something, we affect the world. Because of the linkage, the of the connection between the physical and spiritual worlds, everything a man does has an effect on this chain. And therefore, when you do something, it has an effect, it has an effect on the worlds above, which in turn affect the whole world. That's based, and, that are based, and that's the idea of many sources of Tnu Oizelikim. We give power to Hashem, Kaviyachu. What, what does that mean? How do you give power to Hashem, Yaakov? And, and because Hashem set up the system in this way, that idea means that when we do something good, we... The, through the system Hashem made, our actions affect and give Hashem power to do power kaviyachol to do the good in this world. So every time a yid does something here, right, his famous verse about you know Bakiru, he says when a yid you know does does uh, does does um, does does a mitzvah in one place, another yid in Rome does 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 does, does Meaning that we, we our actions. Don't if we would recognize the power of our action in Afshaim is Marach and the Salat, how great our effect every time we do something good and Khashom the opposite, we would be much more more nizer in our activities. That's part of the lesson to take over here in the practicality is that our actions affect the world in a great, great way. Therefore we have to be much more careful and in awe of the Banisham and awe of, of what our, our what, what what the effect of our actions are. It is necessary to know, however, that even man's deeds are not all the result of free will. While this is true of most of his actions, there are some that result from a divine decree to reward or punish him, as discussed later in detail. Such discussion takes place in same man- such decrees take place in same matters other natural phenomenon, where the influence is directed downwards from the highest sources. Nevertheless, even in such cases, the elements resulting from the individual's own free will are directed upwards in the manner discussed earlier. What he means to say over here is that even though in general man has a choice. But do, are you always, do you always have a choice? No. Sometimes you, you want to do something bad, the Barashim say, you know what? Sorry. I'm not going to let it. For whatever reason. Meaning, in general, the Barashim gives us Bechira, but sometimes the Barashim sets us up for wherever we're going and directs us without our choice to where we're going to go. And therefore, he never, not in free will, he will never allow us. So, now, you can ask me if that's true, sin, if, I, if sometimes the Barashim forces us into certain situations, so does that mean that we don't always have free will to do good or bad? So of course not. Because what it means is we always have a, a choice to do good, to choose to do good or choose to do bad. But we don't always have the choice that that, that, that want, that ruts and all that effort will happen. I mean, sometimes we could want to do a mitzvah. The Bernishim said, you know what? For whatever reason, I'm not going to let you get a lulav. You want to do an Aveir, Bernishim said and, and therefore, it's considered you did a mitzvah. Right? You, can say, you, know, you want to do Avera? I'm going to not, for whatever reason, maybe because it affects other things in the judgment of the world. Right? You can say, therefore, you can choose to do b- bad, but the, 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 the effort or the, the rotten, but the actuality, whether you will do bad, sometimes Hashem will choose. So that's what it means that so even though in general, 
the whole world is always directed from the world, the forces above. Everything that happened in this world is always Maila Lamata, in contrast to a person who has Bechira and therefore he expects the rest of the world. But sometimes even a man's actions will be determined by Hashem. And that's what he adds on. Nevertheless, the elements resulting from the individual own free will mean how Hashem, a person reacts to that, that's also the, that's, that is, is in his own free will. Yeah. <coughs> has a plan for the world. It's sort of similar to Yediyah Bechira. But certain things had to be, meaning when the Chazal say that if, you know, will say that they don't want the Torah, the world will cease to exist. But that wasn't the plan. I mean, the plan is that the world should be with How that works, that we can, that's back to Yediyah Bechira. So, sometimes we can't understand how they work together, but certain things that Bereshim does need to sort of, there is a plan of how the world works in a general, general sense. So, Mela, meaning even though there was Bechira over there, there was Bechira, but it was supposed to happen. That, that, that's, that's uh, you, have to, you have to, it's similar to the Bechira question. Um, so there's, a, there's, a, there's an interesting question over here. So this comes down, why is this true that we have a choice to do whatever we want? That's because based on the idea of everything is in the hands of heaven besides for the fear of heaven. Meaning, and therefore, Baruch gave us Bechira. Therefore, it can't be that we're affected from the forces above. In contrast, the opposite, we affect the forces above, which in, and eventually come back to this world and affect the rest of the world. So the Remchal used a Lushen before, he says, and it's in any manner her free will desires, meaning, can you, when I go, there's, a, there's an interesting Ashkafa question, which is not related specifically here, but someone brought it up, so I'll, if someone goes to the store and buys a, I know, buys a suit, right? Did he use Bechira, or Hashem decided what a suit's going to be? I would say Bechira too. On the other hand, you could say, some people I've seen in certain Tzvarim, I don't think I quote, you know, everything is Hashem, it's just not, it's not really Bechira, because it says, Everything is hands of heaven besides fear of heaven. We buy a suit, that's not fear of heaven. So therefore, Baruch Hashem is picking what suit, and you're just fooling yourself. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's the Derech Hamamutza in Ashkafa in this idea. Of course, you pick the suit. The, what it means is, means that the only thing that is 100% in your hands is your Shemaim. Everything else is sometimes that, that's something else. One thing. That's, but, 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 but that when you make a, I'll get to it in a second. But, but if you make a choice, the Bereshim generally leaves it you once in a while. They'll sort of leave it in a certain time. That Bereshim never intercedes on our behalf. Meaning, always have a choice to ride along. However, the one to do good or one to do bad, the Bereshim will always give me that choice. The only thing that is not in Hashem's hands at all, in Hashem does not affect your Shemaim at all, is your Shemaim. The only thing that Hashem doesn't leave 100% to humanity is your Shemaim. Everything else, in general, he leaves. Our choices, he leaves. But 
but sometimes he'll intercede in contrast to Yishimayim, which he never will. An accident is not a choice. So that's a whole different sugya. That's a Ashkacha. That's back into Ashkacha, Kloli and Prati, which we'll, the Rebbe Hashem will get into at a later point, which we'll discuss then. Again, this is a very, very important uh, thing to understand and to realize, to, not, to understand that the world is not what we see in front of us. It's, everything is affected from the higher worlds, and to realize how great our effect on the world is. Every time, every extra minute we learn changes the world. And every time we schmooze for another minute, it changes the world in the opposite way. Every time we do a chesed to somebody, it changes not just with the chesed that we affected on the human being, but it changes the world. It, it gives kaychas to, 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 to the higher forces and it gives, brings a mashpiyat toiv on the whole world. God arranged things that every matter falling within the realm of man described by the highest wisdom. Meaning, Barashim set up the world that has a system. I mean, just like there's a system, one side of the whole idea of the world, that's just like the nature system of the world below, right? There's a nature that's even though some of the intersect that, but general system, I go order down this way. Total system, the world of all humans. There's a system Hashem created that a certain action produces this result in the worlds above as well. So that that there's a system. We don't you don't see the system, but there's, there's a system in the worlds below. And Hashem again in general is that it is, but it's about the whole world. It's all the whole world. And the, the, in 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 the the, the, the the actually explains that it's the the what has the most effect on the world is actually not the actions, but it's the thoughts, then the speech, and then the action, because the sport, thoughts come from a higher place in in the human, and therefore they have a greater effect on the world than the actions. <clears throat> Every interterministic influence, however, also results in deterministic influences. When the highest forces are influenced by man's free will, they will in turn influence the physical things that are inherently linked to them. All these processes, however, follow many detailed laws as described, decreed by the highest wisdom as being best for the creation. Both the way through which man's influence reaches the highest forces and the manner in which these forces react towards the physical world all depends on many factors. All this concerns the deep mystery of how God's providence works and brings about everything that was and will be. As you said, this is a whole system, and everything through it works through this system. And it works through our system, because our physical affects our sort of neshama, which has a shtashlis, and a chain which reaches, again, to the highest world, and has an effect on the highest world. I want to discuss again, I know we discussed a few times, but I want to say one more time, what does it mean we have a neshama, to, again, to understand this idea as well? It's a very, very important understanding to, to really feel, and... And again, it's, it's important to, to many parts of the Sefer, but again, over here, it's well, how can we affect the higher worlds? The answer is because I have a neshama. But what does my neshama have to do with me? Right? Menachem, remember that question? What do I care about my neshama? Remember the answer? You don't think so. Okay. So the, the, the answer, the way I understand it is like this, and it's mostly coming from the Erech Shema Das Tunis, the Ketzer. <coughs> a person is made up, is born as an animal, exactly like an animal. He has animalistic drives, animalistic tendencies, animalistic intelligence, and animalistic feelings. And he stays with those things, right? When I say, I want to eat a cow, so I am being a cow, right? That's my nefesh Bahamias driving me, my, 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 my animalistic and how I get there, my animalistic intelligence to get food. That's one part of a person. That's the goof. 
That is the Yetzirah. That is the definition of the Yetzirah. In contrast to Adam Rish and Kaidim Achet, where the Yetzirah was outside of him, meaning, as we explained, that his guf at that point did not drive him to do Ra. Only the Nachash, an outside force, could affect him. The Nachash was like our guf and was able to convince him to do Ra. But he did his guf. That's why he wasn't going to die, and that's why he didn't need clothing. Because his guf wasn't Ra Ba'etzim. Our guf is the Yetzirah. And therefore, that's why we put clothing on it, to cover it up, right? <clears throat> and I always say, when I see like these joggers walking around without clothing, but the, uh, this, uh, subconsciously, the word always comes to mind, cows. I mean, cows don't wear clothing either, right? And so if you, if you see yourself as a cow, and you spend six hours a day, you know, bulking up your muscles, and that's the only thing you care about, and that's what you want to show everybody else in the world, so that's what you are. And that's, that's, we're all born that way, and as a ch- children, that's all we are, mostly. We have very little intelligence to overcome that. As we get older, our seichel comes, comes stronger, and we have the ability to say, my cow wants food, but I have a seichel to say that that's not really what's important. That's a person can have a, a conflict. could say, I want this, but I don't want this. What does that mean, I want this and I don't want this? Who's the I? The answer to that question is, whoever the stronger I is will win. I, on one hand, is my, the, my, my nefesh bahamias, my animalistic tendencies, which we all have. And the other I is my seichel, my part that I have the ability to go above my animalistic being. I say, so when I say I, or when a person goes, when a person will go to El Mahaba, what does it mean he will go to El Mahaba? Look, the, the body is right in the ground. What does it mean he will go to El Mahaba? What it means is me, my seichel, my intellect and my feelings, that's the consciousness of a person. There's a suffer to that, which is that the consciousness is connected to a neshama. A neshama is a chelak elikami mal, is a, in a certain way, a creation and a continuation of the Bernisham to a certain degree, which eventually, through Ishtashalis, connects, as we said, to Bernisham. And a person in his seichel, the Bernisham made connected to a neshama. The neshama affects a guf in this world. Only that it draws him in a not in a way that we can't feel. It draws him. It draws the seichel al to 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 be a to be a higher being and to become davak b'ashem and to go away from the guf. The neshama is a <coughs> subconscious draw to use our seichel to overcome the guf. The neshama also has other roles in the next world to affect our to be makadish our bodies in in Mashiach and after Chad Charuv. But in this world, so when I say me, a person should learn to feel and mean me, not my physical body, but me means my seichel, my neseichel my, al-yoyna, my and my connected to my neshama, which I don't feel or see, but it's what drives me and becomes a part of me to connect me to Rabbi Nishalev. And that is how my neshama al-yoyna is what gives us that between, also between a yid and a goy. And a yid and a goy also has a neshama, but his neshama al-yoyna doesn't have that connection to Rabbi Shalom. And therefore cannot affect the world the way our neshama al-yoyna affects everything in the world as we explained. Because it's the ishtashlis and every action a person does, meaning it has an effect on all the worlds above, which eventually comes down there to affect our world. So part of the training of a person over time is to become and feel that when I say me, I should really feel that me is my seichel and my neshama and not my guf. Right? And it's, 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 it's 
many people don't mean that. When they say me, I need to go to the store, or I need to eat, they mean my cow. That, that's how they define themselves, right? But a person should, over time, has to train himself to, to, to exercise his neshama and bring out the neshama, and bec- that becomes the main part of a person and the most important part of a person. Therefore, when he says me, he doesn't mean his physical body because that's really, it's part of what he is, but the, the higher, it means the higher me, the me that says, even though my body wants to watch a movie for three hours, but my higher me, my neshama, my seichel tells me it's really a waste of time. I should do something productive to affect the whole world in a good way and can't just affect the world in a bad way. person learns to think like that and practice things like that to become a different person. Shalom Aleichem. This is Menachem Weinberg. This Yorum were given in Yeshivas Ahavis Atera, Cleveland. For more information, visit yeshivasahavisatera.org. Thank you.